0: All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Grande Gang TV, where is our mission to inspire you to live life grande. Today we have a very special guest, another close friend of mine that I was able to uh, connect with on Twitter. Uh, we have Sulu Charles Or. Is that is that your name?
1: It's uh Traore, but most people say
0: Traore. Shit, my apologies, my nigga, but <laughs> <laughs> he's a bro. He's a wonderful black young African American man uh that is a budding software developer but without further ado bro introduce yourself and so we can get into this interview man
1: yeah for sure man my name is uh sulama but most people call me sulu and i'm 26 years old um i am in pennsylvania and uh yeah i am a mobile app developer um i've been developing like seriously mobile apps for about five six years now so i've been doing it for quite a quite a good bit of time um you know, I've I've always been into you know computers and and nerdy things, but where my focus really started to zone in was around 2014, uh, senior year of high school, where you know Swift, which was a language that came out for uh, for Apple and developing mobile apps for the iOS um, ecosystem, that came out, and to when I looked at that, I was like, look, this is something that I could probably do, so. Um, you know, I started to focus, and slowly but surely, ended up getting, uh, you know, the skills that I needed to in order to start building things. And you know, I'm someone who just likes building good products. I like building quality products, and I'm a firm believer that people know the difference between what is, you know, uh, something of quality and what it is not. Um, so, uh, you know, I, 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 just love the tech industry. I love, you know, like I said, building stuff, and you know, that's that's a, that's a focus of mine, and. That's something I look to continue to do for as long as I can.
0: Wow, bro! Excellent. Um, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't be more impressed by you, bro. Especially your passion for creating good products, because uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. We live in a day and age of extreme information, uh, exponentially crazy information. So it's there's no reason to be developing products that are up of sorry, subpar quality, even if the business model is good. Oh, I, yeah. just, I, I feel like it's, it's unethical.
1: It, it is completely unethical. Um, you know, there's a lot of things in the industry right now that's unethical that frankly, I don't do, but, uh, we, we can get into that later, but, uh, I completely agree where, you know, I kind of have my own mode in ethics and, you know, just building good products and making sure that the people using them are happy Um, across all angles whether it's be whether it's data privacy whether it's you know the actual product itself making sure that they're actually having fun and enjoying what they're using um you know i take a look at all that and factor that into whatever
0: i whatever i'm building facts bro well i'm glad i'm glad excuse me man I'm glad that that's your approach and that you're taking. I'm glad that you have an ethical compass, especially in, in technology, because as we realize as technology expands, the ways in which it can be a detriment to us expand. And like you said, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But where did your where did your journey with technology originally start, even before Swift um, was technology a big influence while you were growing up?
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um... I remember my dad had a when I was a kid, my dad had a Packard Bell a computer and it had a Windows 98 on there and I was glued to that thing. You know, I was, you know, I was playing, you know, interactive education games Our, oh, we had, only me.
0: Yeah, we
1: had very early. Um, we had uh, dial up Internet. So it was at a time when you couldn't necessarily use the phone while using the Internet. Uh, and you, you heard that, you know, that iconic Internet sound that a lot of millennials know. Um, and I, I just I was glued to that, and you know, I was always into gaming as well. so um, the first gaming system I ever got was the Game Boy Advance. and um, you know Ooh, I was in.
0: Yeah,
1: I was in Africa and I would be uh, glued to that thing. like I'd be playing that thing all the time and stuff. So you know I, it, I've always gravitated toward tech. like that's something that's a passion of mine. And you know, growing up, You know one of the things that i may have done that other people who you know were into gaming or technology or whatever wouldn't was you know understanding why a game was fun for example like one of my favorite games was spider-man 2 which was a movie game but uh if you ask any gamer they'll tell you it's one of the best movie games of all time and i'd be like why is this game so goddamn fun and i was asking myself this at like eight nine years old you know what i mean um or i'd go to a website and be like damn why is this website clean but then when i go to another website
0: it looks like ass (laughs) already inquisitive into not (laughs) just what you're interacting with but how it's being presented to you like what's going on behind the scenes
1: exactly exactly so you know i've always like i'm a nerd at heart so like i've always been you know wondering like the deeper like looking at things a little bit deeper than than what most people would and um, that's that's a major that that ended up being a major to this day. That's something I always do is you know I take a look at a product and see why you know why is it so popular? Why is it so engaging? Um, you know, and coming from someone who is you know a, above average technical level, um, it's very important to make sure that you're not focused on just the technical side of things, but also the consumer side of things, the user side of things. Um, you know, because you can build the best shit in the world, like from a, like an algorithmic standpoint, but how does it apply to someone's life? How does it improve it? Whether it's something simple as a game or something far more advanced, like what we've seen with chat GPT, you know? And um, so like that, that, that's to this day, that's something that, that that has stuck with me. Um, But yeah, I've always been into tech as a kid and it's it's a passion. Like it's literally a passion. and I, I don't like, there's been many times where I've been expected to give up. Like when I was first starting out to code, um, you know, I struggled a bit. I did build a web browser when I was 14 years old. I called it Sulu browser, um, <laughs> which was, which was really, it was funny. Cause, um, you know, it used, um, it was, I built it using visual basic and, um, it like, I added a whole bunch of things. Like I added a, a music player on there. Um, I had plans to add um, the ability to play console quality games uh, using a service called Gaikai, which was a cloud gaming service. Uh, this was way before Stadia and all like when Amazon and stuff started to get into cloud gaming. Like it was way back.
0: Um, yeah. Well, early, like like probably what what time period, like early. Do you talk early 2000s here?
1: Uh, early 2010s so this or, was early 2010s, but. yeah so this was um i didn't have um like i couldn't afford like i had a we had a Wii, but i we couldn't get like any other console we didn't have a playstation or um an xbox so when cloud gaming the promise of it came about i was like this is exciting because i can actually play the games that some of my
0: friends are playing yeah um, like you have uh, access like it's yeah, like a without, key to the key to the gaming world
1: right without having yeah without having to uh without having to you know buy a whole console or whatever um so like cloud gaming was something I, I believed in at the time um but yeah um but that browser ended up uh it surprised me it ended up getting at the time it for for me it was a lot of downloads but it ended up getting over a thousand downloads um for some reason it was it got uh, most of it came from china which i was just like oh okay that's that's funny um but that was I my first that's I mean. yeah that was my first experience with like building a product um but even then i was still struggling to code and whatnot and a lot of people expected me to like fold and give up and you know, do something a little more conventional, but, you know, like I said, it's a passion. So when something's a passion of yours, nothing can fade it. So I, I just, through sheer persistence, I literally uh, taught myself how to code
0: for iOS and Android. And, you know, that, that, that's, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Hey, hey, but that's, that, that's the beauty of your journey. Um, And that's something you should always take pride in. You mm-hmm. should take pride in pursuing your passion to a fault. There's a lot of people that are on earth, their hearts beating, their lungs are respirating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Their, their fucking stomach is contracting. You know what I'm saying? Small intestine is breaking out shit using bio, but they're mm-hmm. not living. They're not, they're not living how their ancestors will want them to be living. Mm. And it seems as though following your passion is something that you know is a is a default for you. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um God,
1: let me tell you something you, it's good that you brought up ancestors because um my grandfather, God rest his soul God rest his soul. Um yeah, he uh he, he was built different. He um he died not knowing how to read and write but he ended up having multiple businesses. Um he had you know, two wives and that he took care of and made sure. Real
0: player. Happy. Come on, grandpa. <laughs> come he on, had, man.
1: He had multiple, yeah, I have over on my dad, that's on my dad's side. He's, um. I had, over, I have over 20 aunts and uncles, you know, he made sure they're all straight. Uh, So like he would, he managed to do all this without knowing how to read and write. He just did it through sheer persistence, through sheer hustle. You know, that that's what I come from. My dad was the first to come to the States. He got a scout. He was the, uh, top student in the country, and came into the states, um, and uh, married my mom, and I was here, and I, he was a student when I was born, uh, and ended up getting a PhD. Like that's the line. That's the line that I come from, you know. So no different. Yeah. you feel me? Exactly. So it's like, you know, that level of drive. It's something that's ingrained within my family, and it's something that you know, I apply to to what I'm doing, you know, cause you know, it's just, I'm driven to make sure that one, you know, I reach, you know, a level of success that I'm satisfied with, but also uh, making sure that I'm making my ancestors proud, you know, seeing that line that I came from, it only inspires me to want to go harder and want to make sure that uh, the next generation, hopefully when I have kids is is better set than than where I came from, you know, so.
0: definitely been passed the torch to keep carrying it on exactly that's a and and that's a blessing in and of itself that you have such strong roots what what country is your um is your father from originally
1: uh my father's from the ivory coast uh cote d'ivoire it's in west africa it's, okay uh, it's, uh to it's to the
0: west of ghana if you know where that is yeah 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 i'm i'm I, i've read about it before in geography i just i just didn't know
1: yeah it's a it's a major yeah it's a major uh uh a cocoa producing country like that's their major export okay uh, so um and it, it, i visited there uh recently in 2021 and it, it's it's a completely different country from when i was a kid you know we got highway well when i was there um well for one i was there when there was a civil war happening so it, it like yeah i had fun as a kid but like you know there were there were some quite a bit of restrictions to the point where we ended up having to go to ghana for a little bit um, but, you know, now, like, it's it's damn near developed, you know, the president ended up focusing a lot on infrastructure, so therefore there are highways, um, businesses are a little more structured, there's new apartment buildings being built, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's pretty crazy, and there's a lot of development, and to me, that is evidence of development happening at the motherland, you know, one of the yeah. things, uh, as people with business, we focus a lot on, you know, Western business and you know, seeing growth in, you know, Western business. But, you know, Africa is also a place where there's a lot of opportunity there, um, you know, to, to go get a bag, to go, you know, make an impact in some way. So seeing that, I was just like, wow, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. And there's still a lot of, like, like I said, even though they've made a lot of improvement, there's still more improvements to go. And, um, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's an opportunity for anybody who, who is interested in, you know, uh, you know, making a successful business.
0: Mm, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna keep that in mind.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
0: I, I appreciate you expanding on that. Yeah. So, damn man. So the <laughs> lineage, the, the lineage is crazy. It, so, it is. Tech is your passion. We mm-hmm. just established that whole childhood, just straight tech. How, mm-hmm. how did you begin adjusting to living in your passion and when i say when i say this i mean like i want to know about a specific time in your life like when you're in that early adolescent stage of yo this is what i want to do but this is what people around me want me to do
1: well first of all i was very fortunate to grow up in an environment where i was exposed to industry titans in tech right so you know i read books on bill gates you know i was familiar with zuckerberg and you know one of my favorite entrepreneurs of all time steve jobs and you know, really getting exposed to like what they do and how they go about and doing it. And that exposure really inspired me. I'm like, you know what, that, that's what I wanna do. You know, I wanna, technology is something that has been around, you know, since humans have been around. Like whether it's us, you know, making a tool to make fire uh, or the printing press, you know, it, it technology, it has been around in different forms all throughout human history. So I was like, look, I'd like to make a positive impact in the world with not only technology, but also uh, making sure that in terms of money that I'm straight and my family's straight. So that's where that passion really started to begin. Um, and, uh, you know, I started to grow out of the childhood phase of, oh, I wanted to be a soccer player or a, a, a Formula One driver or whatever. I was just like, this is it for me. Like, this is this is what I wanna do for the rest of my life. And um, I started going about and looking at things like, one of the things that became incredibly obvious when I started looking into these these Titans was that I needed to learn how to code. And there's was, there was no way around that. Um, so like, yeah, you can hire people and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I'm someone who likes to get hands-on with a product because I feel as if I've, like I said, when I was like a really young kid, I'd take a look at differences between products, why something is fun and why something is not, why Mm -hmm. something's good and why something is not, so. You wanna have that
0: hands-on experience.
1: Exactly, so there was no way to get around that. And like I said, I struggled, you know, I struggled in class, I struggled, uh, you know, following online tutorials and stuff, but it was literally just, it was one of those moments where it's just like, it's just sheer drive. It's literally like, okay, yes, I'm struggling. Yes, I may not get it immediately, but if I just, keep going at it you know if i keep studying keep reading keep you know building whatever i have to do i'll eventually i'll get it and that's what ended up happening it was a literal it was a literal sheer persistence thing where i just did not give up no matter what and you know some people were were expecting me to because i wasn't doing like i said i wasn't doing as well in class or you know uh you know i wanted to release a sequel to Sulu browser two that ended up not happening and stuff like that. So it seemed as if that I was going to start to give up, but I I didn't. So
0: (laughs) glad you didn't dog. (laughs) So when you on this, so on this journey, damn, excuse me, bro. Looking at my notes, man, trying to make sure I'm getting this question, right?
1: No, you're good. You're good.
0: Oh my God. But while you're on this journey, damn bro I'm sorry I'm really losing my train of thought I gotta edit this out <laughs> no, you're good you're good <laughs> oh man and I, I know I know what it's like trust me you right. I've been I've been running on on fumes so oh yeah. uh, okay I, now I remember. now I remember okay so you mentioned class did you attend university to um to polish your technical skill or were you uh purely self-taught
1: I took a, I, I did take a semester of college but I ended up leaving um uh for a variety of different reasons uh but um I ended I'm completely self-taught like I I taught myself 100 percent um and I also reached out to people who knew better than I did you know because you know that's one of the things that's one of the things that you got to humble yourself is like you know you don't know everything and especially at that point I definitely did not know shit so you know reaching out to others who have experience in the game um and you know trying to help me out however way they can. Uh, that's, uh, you know, that that's something that I just had to do. Um, but yeah, I'm completely self-taught. Damn. Yeah.
0: Come on, man. So we've established a background, a really strong, solid foundation, and a, a very purposeful foundation, I, w- I, w- I would like to add. And I would like to highlight that because purpose, I believe, is purpose is, is greater than all and then all other elements in right. self-development it's greater than discipline it's greater mm-hmm. than motivation because mm-hmm. it's 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 like bedrock you can't you can't fuck with it it's you know what i'm saying diamond pickaxe or not shout out minecraft uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me but you you can't get around purpose and with damn purpose, you You're
1: damn right you can't you can't really get around it Like I feel as if that's I tweeted something yesterday about how everyone should have something or someone they're willing to die for, you know. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and that that's something that you know, like that passion, I'm willing to die for it. You know, like if I can't do what I'm doing right now, like I I, like just kill me. Like yeah, (laughs)
0: you you, like come on, bro, come on, man. Because what else is the point of living? What damn, I'm gonna wait on some shit that I know is gonna happen. Right. And I can't do the shit I want to do in between now and then. Are you shitting me? Exactly. You shitting exactly. me? Come Maybe. on, man.
1: Exactly. Like, it's not even about money or anything like that. Like, there, are no. all, there there's like people uh, like one of the things I really dislike about what's been happening with the tech discourse is that a lot of people use money to attract people into the mm-hmm. industry as opposed to genuine interest. And then when they get into it, they realize, hey, this may not be for me, you know? Um, and that, that, that's an issue because, you know, without some, in some areas, without that passion, it's going to be very difficult for you to get through,
0: you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, you, you, you're going to have snags, you're going to have, right. Like, passion gives you a different purpose, gives you a different energy reserve.
1: Right. Not to mention there are so many different industries and so many ways out here to get a bag that tech, tech is not the only one. There's so many ways. You you,
0: you feel me? And it's and I, I like, even though I'm, I'm not in the tech industry. Mm-hmm. I definitely want you to elaborate more on just how complex it is finding your lane yes, but yes. but before that I would like to add that it's it's not it's not an easy industry to get into is it because I like you know I I have like a personal goal to you know try and work on some coding. and I want to be like a polymath of sorts fluent, in, fluent mm-hmm. in, in various things in life Right. but as I'm coding and shit I'm like bro this shit is not easy like niggas say yeah. that I'm like honestly bro I don't want to do shit 40 hours a week I'm a
1: firm believer that anyone can learn how to code, but coding is not for everyone.
0: No, Maybe. I, I, I like, agree.
1: That's 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 where I'm at. Like ev- everyone can like. There's so like it's never been easier. Like during my um Black Wealth podcast, I talked about how it was really easy to get into tech and and learning how to code and stuff. Nowadays, it's even easier. You know, because especially mm-hmm. now with the the hype surrounding it on Twitter and whatnot. Yeah. You know, there, there, of,
0: there's so many boot camps. Yeah, the TikToks
1: about, Yeah, the TikToks about the day in the life or whatever, got people all hyped up about, you know, tech and whatever. But um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a tough industry to get into. There's and there's a it's not just one part, right? It's not just the exactly. code. You can get into sales, you can get into, you know, data anal- you can analyze data. There's so many aspects of tech. You just gotta find, you know, what you like, you know, what fits you. You feel me? Like if technology is really something that you want to get involved in. There's def there's likely, you know, some part that you can play a, a play a role in. Um, and it's just a matter of you trying to figure out it, it may take a you know trial and error. You know, you might like you, you like you did, you tried the code and you were like, hey, that's not for me. Uh, but there might have been something else within the industry that, you know, might fit might better fit you. So mm-hmm. that that's um, you know, it might be design. You know, some people are terrible coders, but they are excellent designers. Like they're some of the best designers that you'll ever see. So there, there's so many different like areas in tech that you can get into. And not to mention, it's also not a, uh, it's not an overnight thing either. You know, for me, mm-hmm. it, it took years and years and years of hard work and, and dedication to to get the knowledge that I have. And even now I still feel like I don't know enough. You feel me?
0: Like, yeah, I, I, it, it feels like a, like a, I don't want to say a treadmill, but it, it, it does like it feels like yo I'm, but like, I'm getting faster. Yeah, but I'm still running. You know, what I mean, like, exactly.
1: I'm still running. exactly. And that's because also it's an industry that changes extremely quickly. Yes, yesterday, yesterday everyone was talking about Web3. Today, everyone's talking about AI. It, it changes extremely quickly and you got to be on your toes in order to be able to adjust to that change.
0: And then you have to be able to adjust whatever skill set you do find. Finding the skill set is one thing. Yep. Like you said, right. And now once you found this skill set, now you have to develop your skill set to be able to pivot with right. the eaves and flows of an industry. So that's like basically starting from square one, but on a different level.
1: Right. Cause you ask people, not many people are using language laser, like, some computer languages that barely nobody uses anymore. Like Nobody's using Fortran in, in, you know, consumer products these days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there, you just gotta you got like once you have that skill you gotta build it you gotta build that skill set you gotta adjust like right now I'm in the process of adjusting myself like I'm I've for a long time I was coding using uh at least for iOS I'd use Swift and UI kit and that was the standard for quite some time uh, Apple released something called Swift UI uh, which is a different way of going about in building an app um, and you know I'm learning that because that's new it like when it first came out it was like people were just like yeah this ain't it uh, it's very hard to build production quality apps, but now it's it's like Apple and other developers and whatnot have used it to the point where now you know it's starting to become you know you need it for if you're looking for a job opportunity um, in native iOS development. So, like I said, you gotta keep you gotta stay on your toes. You gotta you gotta make sure that you're 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 building that skill set and. And, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen, you know, five years, what else is going to happen five years from now? And are you going to be ready for that? You know, it, it's that kind of thing that in tech, but if, if you frankly don't think that you can adjust your skill set that quickly, then yeah, maybe coding or some aspects of tech may not be for you, you know?
0: Most definitely. Thank, <laughs> thank you for elaborating on and, and keeping it honest. Um, yeah. it, and, and it's crazy how, how even in your personal experience, something that you were using that was supposed to be just an integration, a way to just um, improve a function mm-hmm. ends up being an industry standard. And in the time it took you to master it. So you can only imagine how it feels for somebody that didn't, wasn't as committed to that. How exactly. how, how how rocky that journey is going to feel is like, wow, I, I was okay at this, but if mm-hmm. I would have been practicing this for Two or three more years, I would damn near have a guaranteed job, right?
1: Right. And I, and,
0: and oh, go ahead, go ahead, please.
1: No, no, no. You can. Oh, yeah. Continue, continue, please.
0: No, no, no. I, I was just saying that. I've noticed that about the tech industry, just from my own uh research, is that if you can't pivot, man, it's like damn like basketball, bro. If you can't pivot, you can't, you can't play, because you, right. you're just, and unless you. Like whatever you decide to stick with, you have to master it and be a master of it consistently. You have to maintain that mastery of it. And your opportunity may not always come when you want it to come, but it's always going to come when you need it to be there. Exactly. there.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. So it's just yeah, it's just a matter of, you know, like like we said, finding your lane, making sure you stick to that lane as opposed to one of the things that it's very easy to do in tech is, you know, eyeball something else and you want to you know maybe shimmy towards that you know that's what's uh, happening like we you take a look at it industry-wide right like everyone was into web 3 everyone's talking about oh it's the future this is what we're bullish on etc etc and then now AI, like all the major fan companies are you know focusing on ai now everyone's talking about oh now we're an ai company we're gonna do ai this ai that And it's just like you know what do you really like focus on something you feel me like don't don't be yes you can pivot but don't be like pivoting way too much you know focus on a lane and stick to that lane
0: great great point thank you for thank you for establishing that Mm -hmm. so working your pivot to not to not be doing too much so for you know to, to break it down to an analogy for those that know a little bit about basketball bro instead of pivoting all the way and generating too much momentum and setting your shot pivot only enough to get space, and and ha- have stability for your shot, that's mm-hmm. all about it. Is we we all know this life thing is one shot. You got one shot. You yeah, got man. one game winner, bro.
1: Life so, is the most, the most inclusive club in the world.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean. So it's like it's like you got you got one game winner, bro. You got one game winner, and what you put into the energy, you put into that ball, and into that moving, into that pivot, is that focus is the the most important thing. And I mm-hmm. and I definitely think that is uh, i've noticed it like i said with people in my age group that people in tech need to hear because you know i'm i'm in college so i i go to school with people that are major and they're like i'm not really sure i'm thinking about this and this and it's just like bro i know for a fact you're gonna have to focus on one thing to Mm. be able to make progress Mm
1: -hmm.
0: because i want you i want everybody to make progress in the things that they do
1: right and not to mention also Different learning styles too, right? Because yeah. uh, I'm self-taught, and that's I, the best. The way I learn best is, you know, through experience and whatnot. Someone might need, you know, guardrails in order to help them learn uh, the skills necessary to get into the industry. So you might have to go to a boot camp. You might have to get a degree in computer science in college. You know, whatever you gotta do, whatever fits your learning style best, um, in order to, for you to get the knowledge necessary uh, to break in. Um, you know, that that that's really important to learn because not everything's for everybody. I feel as if most people uh, like having getting going to college and getting that degree or going to a boot camp would probably be the best approach because self-taught requires discipline. Like it requires immense discipline in order for you to actually build those skill sets. And it's not for every, and it's not like if you decide, all right, you know, I don't feel like learning this or I don't like you're not going to learn it, <laughs> you know, that's that's just what it is. Yeah. versus in school where it's just like, yeah, you may not feel like learning this, but you're gonna be forced
0: to. Feel me? Yeah yeah. Either either you're gonna discipline yourself or somebody's gonna do it for you. Exactly and, right.
1: And there's no, that is if you want to break into the industry.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because either way the your the, the goal is to get a foundation of discipline. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, teaching styles it's almost like parenting yourself. You have to understand the types of discipline you're receptive to and set up a, a system to where you can practice those areas of discipline that exactly. i think that's really the key in in life is just in helping yourself be stable as a person right around right. the life right so now that now, now that we're um now that we're in the current era what are some projects that you have worked on in the past hmm. that that didn't work out because of how trends have progressed
1: that's a good question. Um, uh, let's see. Um, one of the things that I was working on was a social media app with a friend. And um, part of the reason why that didn't work out was because one, I was being too much of a perfectionist, but two, also, it was uh, self confidence, right? I felt as if maybe the skill sets that I had at that moment in time uh, weren't up to par. And part of the reason why and that self-confidence was the major detriment, because that idea ended up being the basis for TikTok. And had I had, I had that self-confidence to say, you know what, fuck it, we're releasing this in its current state, whatever it is. And we'll just iterate on it over time. um, That's not what I did. Um, So that was a major failure um, for me, but during the development process of that app i picked up on so many different skills that ended up being a benefit to me when i decided to work on quickmass and when i decided to make apps for my clients is that like you know those those technical lessons that i learned like they you just can't you know shake them off you know mm-hmm. uh, and uh
0: it's it's, it's hardwired experience
1: exactly exactly so like i'm very like that's a bent like that's something i'm extremely grateful for for that experience uh mm. of failure because it just it just made it not only helped me to build my skill sets even further but also it helped me to actually put out like i was scared to release that one app now i got like now i release six like, mm. it, come on man yeah so it, it it's pretty crazy so um and now i'm in a mode where it's kind of like a balance between like i told you earlier people under people know what is of quality they just know exactly like if, you, if you feel a, a, like let's say that you're going out and buying a, a simple t-shirt you know the difference between like a Hanes shirt from walmart and maybe you know a shirt. Building.
0: From- yeah exactly i mean
1: and then getting a, a high quality shirt from you know some high-end you know
0: fashion wear you know shockware is a good good point that's going around right now everybody's loving yeah.
1: exactly like you can actually feel the quality you know so that's like and that's the same thing with pro- like technology products like you know if someone actually put their own to it that's something that apple does that i envy greatly like you when you use an apple product you know there was a lot of care put into it
0: yeah um and and any and, and i want to i want to pick at that argument because the biggest thing, once I got a little bit more tech savvy, I was like, well, damn, don't get me wrong. iPhone security is top tier because Mm -hmm. of, you know, having a ecosystem that forces everybody to adapt to the ecosystem, makes it Mm -hmm. more uniform for security. But the way that they've cultivated a unique customer experience and just maintain that identity Mm is crazy. Like Apple is, especially when steve jobs after steve jobs came back apple's consistency since then is ridiculous It's ridiculous.
1: that's, that's because they act prior to one of the things people don't know was apple was going to go bankrupt like there was like it was clear cut to most people um looking into the industry that like look apple's falling off when jobs came back he cut most of the product line and decided to fo- just focus on a limited number yes you'll have less market share but having that focus, you'll actually appeal to a niche base, right? And then it got to a point where they started building, you know, mass market products like the iPod, where Microsoft wasn't building an iPod, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. They, they, they they weren't invested in, in a market because yeah. they, they didn't see the value of having share in that market.
1: Yeah. Steve Ballmer famously said, you know, who would want to buy an iPhone? Like it doesn't have a physical keyboard on there. Now everyone's using a smart, like who's using a smartphone that has a physical keyboard in 2023? Let's be for real.
0: Very bro, so <laughs> I would argue sub one percent of people.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, Man, so the like exactly. It's just a matter of, and that's what I envy is that having that focus. And because you're focused on a limited number of stuff, you can actually uh, put like effort and quality into that, as opposed and, to spreading yourself out too thin.
0: And I I like to I like it because I'm a nerd as well. I like to go deeper because you can put effort and quality into the process because mm. you only get quality products through great effort persistence and Uh criticism of your system everything on this everything on this earth that is especially distributable to other people relies on a system to get there so the development of that system is priority always and i envy that from him as well just the discipline to just say fuck it we're building a system and when it works it will work but until we build it it won't work right honest it's true and it removes any and all doubt it it, it forces you to consider do you are it forces you to consider damn how how smooth do i want this do i want this edge on this corner to be
1: exactly okay. like like little it's little shit that ends up building up to a uh a, a great
0: Product because uh, yes. it's it's the culmination of all those little things, exactly. not just a product but an experience. It's the product of the little, the micro things within anything in life that make up your macro. Exactly. So understanding that and having such a, a wonderful real world example of that in the Apple story with with Steve Jobs' return is 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 crazy.
1: It, it is crazy. One of the things that he said about like he has a interview um, where he talked about product development and he said you know when you come up with an idea like you like rarely does that like that idea that you initially came up with rarely that's what's the end product rather okay. there's so many different nuances and things that you have to go through and uh and and pick out um that by the time that you're finished with it all it's almost unrecognizable from the initial idea you feel me the initial idea served as a basis sure but uh ultimately you ended up building hopefully something better than what the initial idea was um, because you went through that like the idea is only a small part of it now comes time for the building part
0: it's um, like it's it, it's kind of like uh geometry if you have your i know if you're listening if you ever used the compass you know you use a you use the compass to set a mark in the center
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: what do you do with the pencil you draw a circle around so you distribute your energy around a focal point mm-hmm. and i forget where i heard it originally but some I it hit just one day. Um, I seen or I thought, or it just appeared in my head. It was like, "Yo, you gotta walk around things to solve them. You don't walk to them or through right, right. them. You walk around them. Mm-hmm. Because every time you walk around something, every, while you cover all the angles, you're gonna notice a a new way light reflects off of it. You're gonna notice a new curvature, a new line, a new right. depression, a new a new raise, a new bump." Mm -hmm. So it's important to take that approach, not only from a tech standpoint or a financial standpoint, but from a life standpoint. If you're listening, it's it's important to understand that your life, you are your focal point and your experiences day to day. Are you walking around your focal point? So when you're walking around your focal point. On the Earth's focal point, make sure you notice the little things, because those are the things that really create. The bigger picture always
1: yep I, com- I completely agree with you like you're like i like I, i've told you this before but you're incredibly insightful for being as young as you are it's in, it's incredible um i'm looking forward to seeing your your own personal journey and uh seeing how you grow over the years like it's like how have you grown already because we've been like we've known each other for Bro, it's three
0: years nigga. like yeah so,
1: so like seeing your growth uh, it's been amazing, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing that growth continue. Like it's it's insane.
0: I I really do appreciate it, bro, and I appreciate you for being a part of it. Cause um, uh, confession here uh, from Grande. Uh, I Grande Gang is not a brand. It's not podcast. It is. An archive, Mm. I've realized that because I've been, as a workstation working at the archives, is an archive. It's an archive of human experience in the pursuit of passion. Because Mm. for me, I always, at some point I understood that I'm gonna walk around this life thinking the way I think until I'm dead. And Mm. one thing that I would love to do is to share my experience with others. Because as I grow, because I know it's going to be a great journey, I believe it. it, it, I believe it, so it will be. But I want to document as much of that as possible and share it with others. And I live in a time where that's perfect. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a part of me that was that's been alive in another time, and I had the same goal, but I just literally wasn't able to accomplish it. So now, Mm -hmm. at at all fault, that's what I'll do. Of course, because money is is now a resource just like food or water is. I have to find a way to monetize my life, but to be honest, monetary pursuit is not the focus of grinding gang. It honestly is is literally just there for maintenance. That's why the website hasn't been up for fucking um over a year cuz mm-hmm. I I don't want I'm not I'm not really here to take value from you. I'm here to distribute it to you. Right. And right. once I'm done enough work and walked around Grande gang enough and walked around this archive enough, then it will produce stability for me, but yeah. I just learned that that's the truth of the process. I'll still drop merch, you know what I'm saying. I still got good ideas and shit, and mm-hmm. especially it's just it's just how I allow people to support me because I just don't. But I just don't want you to support me for free. I don't believe in it.
1: Gotcha. That makes complete sense. I don't believe um, it. I'm, I'm actually very fortunate that my passion aligned with something that, from a monetary standpoint, w- at least with this world that we're in, would set me pretty mm-hmm. well so
0: I, I i agree i agree but uh, I, honestly i see it i see that i, I think everybody's does i just mm-hmm. think like you said just like with learning styles there's a way you have to go about at merging your talent with financial stability
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's different and it looks different for everybody
1: completely agree i i completely agree with you everyone's not the same you know we're not every, humans are not a, are, are not monolithic
0: yes no you know so. what i mean
1: everyone's got everyone's got their own way of going about things it's just a matter of hopefully your way of going about things uh results in a better life for yourself and hopefully your future seeds but you know yeah just we're not monolithic (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and and that's the purpose of this of of these interviews is to, to display that there's so many people that i've connected with that do so many different things that have such a different way of doing things and it's crazy to see how it's all damn near infinitely variable it's like, why not document? It? You know, why not? Because mm-hmm. all it's going to do is help somebody else who may be like you in some way or maybe not like you in this way, but they're hearing your perspective is going to make them be this way. You know, yeah. like, fuck. I, I could give a fuck if I make a dollar off this shit to, like, to the day I die, as long as somebody listening to this fucking episode has an epiphany and uses it to change a negative behavior, or add a positive behavior to their life. God, mm-hmm. that's that's all the, that's worth all the money in the world right there.
1: Oh, oh God. Like, one of the one of the things that serves as intrinsic motivation for me is you know if i'm successful in what i'm trying to do uh what it could potentially like the people that it can inspire right because you know let's be for real there's not a lot of niggas in tech like there's they're just yeah. not if we talk about industry-wide like there was actually an article that was released recently only one percent of black founders got funding in in the tech space jeez that that's that 99% were of people of other races that's absurd you know
0: to me that, that uh, no it, it's fucking a, it, it's a, it is absurd like 1% and when 1%, you take
1: a, and when you take a look at black people as a whole take a look at like what we've influenced, you know like especially
0: on tech like think about fucking tiktok I'm not saying that niggas is the only people that use tiktok but bro uh, we all know that african americans uh, specifically And but just black people worldwide are are the are the biggest influences and are some of the biggest influences in dance culture. Mm -hmm. So, fucking half of the reason TikTok is so goddamn prevalent is from all these dances that were made up by black influencers or renditions from early two thousands black American dances from hip hop and R and B. They're just remixes.
1: Damn right, damn right. That take a look at Twitter. You know, part of you the reason, I mean? Yeah, part of the reason why Twitter's popping is because of black jokes, uh black Twitter jokes. You mean you know what, I
0: mean? you know what I'm saying? First, yeah. Niggas yeah. cropping Koofies on the shit. Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like right. niggas right, like, crying shit with the laser eyes. Like, come on, bro Like right. it's like black people's pursuit of enjoyment literally creates so much wealth an opportunity that we damn near capitalized the least off of. And that's fucked up.
1: It's incredibly fucked up. And me per like that, that serves as intrinsic motivation for me, because I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is that if I can do it, given the situation that like, given my situation and everything, you know, hopefully that inspires other people, which is part of the reason why I'm not as resistant as some people on LLC, Twitter or whatever, when it comes to asking for when not only asking for help, but also giving advice know people will come in my dms and know they'll ask for help or how to go about and doing things and i'll just freely give out shit because frankly we can't I, i'm not the type to gatekeep that information because if only one percent of us were able to get vc funding then it means that we there's there needs to be from a community level you know unity you yeah. feel me and uh um, you know
0: you brought up a great point like I, I I just want to say this real quick and let you finish. We have to stop gatekeeping our own education. Mm. Like from a, that's literally all it is. From a community, it's like every nigga that makes about game is sold, not told. No, no, it's told. No, it's told and sold to you, nigga. You are just you don't realize that these other people from other cultures with other money, they don't respect you just because you're black. They either respect you because they respect you as a person or they don't because that's how the world works. You don't Mm -hmm. get brownie points for your influence if you don't protect, monetize, and educate yourself as a community. Mm -hmm. And that's the other half that uh, black folks don't talk about. Why the fuck does every nigga that learns how to do something immediately go to gatekeeping the information that he used to accrue it why exactly. because he had to struggle and fight against and create and have friction against so many people a lot of people may are from his own community to even get to where he's at he just wants right. to protect himself he or she I, just want to protect themselves
1: i completely agree i see like that standpoint i completely understand if someone goes that route like i completely understand and i'm not like mad
0: at it or whatever
1: um but at the
0: end of the day for every one of those we got to have two people that are just like nah bro it's good like this is how you do X, Y and Z, because what you what you don't realize, what we fail to understand about community, especially black Americans that haven't really traveled outside the country or had uh, uh, or experienced a family oriented culture. First, we mm-hmm. do a piss poor job of maintaining and holding resources within our community. Mm-hmm. Other communities don't do that. Like if one motherfucker from uh, no disrespect to anybody, any immigrants, because it's all respect. If mm-hmm. one motherfucker comes over from India and we're bust his ass driving taxis and buys a gas station. Mm-hmm. He don't say no, nah, no. He's a no. he doesn't call home and say no. I don't know how to do this. I don't know that. No, he 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 helps his family. One person comes over and they all work together. Everybody from other cultures does it. People from uh, people from Latin America doing it. People from Eastern and Western Europe doing it. People from Africa doing it. But mm-hmm. something about Americans and Black Americans specifically is just like no. You need to be on your own and you need to figure this out for yourself. And that it is that's,
1: propaganda. That's, it is propaganda. It's part of it's it's also the uh, the environment of the United States. Right. Yeah. Because the un- environment of the United States, it's very heavy on selfishness. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that more so like okay. more people are looking out for the. Like you're more so looking out for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure like like you said earlier, you're trying to protect what you like, what you struggled and what you, you know, bled for. You feel me? But, you know, it's just a matter of because, you know, given everything that's going on, like in the world right now, like, you know, now more than ever, we do need community now, now more than ever, you know, we need to stop, you know, talking about frivolous shit and actually, you know, put game into the minds of, of the young people that are coming up, you know, uh, because we're, we're all going to get old, like, we're all going to get old and we're going to look back and see how, you did, me? yeah, how, how did we help the younger generation uh, in success in improving their Do life,
0: anything, you know, yeah, and, and, and if one you, thing, oh, okay, Well finish bro. Please.
1: No, no, no. I was going to say, and if you said, oh, I spent all that time, you know, talking about what the next celebrity is doing, da dah, 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 this and that, then of course, that's why the young generation failed. He didn't put any real game or any, you know, something, anything, something that's substantial, you feel me, for them to, you know, get out of the circumstances that they're in and help us grow as a community.
0: Um, and, and growth as a community comes from the acceptance of the logical fallacy that is self. Mm. Self is a paradox. Self doesn't even exist because yourself is literally made up of objects and experience. And the your yourself is the cultivation of objects that interact with your experience or your experience interacting with objects. Everybody does that, mm-hmm. and people and there's people like you that do the same thing and have lived life damn near the same that's one of the biggest things everybody's learned on twitter right On oh, no, just social media period damn we really live the same lives like yes. Right. yes 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 you do you live such similar lives and that's not saying that you aren't special but uh, or, or you aren't um or you aren't variable from the next person or you don't have your own unique perspective because you do but y'all all interact mm-hmm. with similar things so that's yeah. the basis of family cultures that's the basis of west indian culture that's the basis of 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 uh, Eastern Asian culture, that's the basis of of cultures that are focused on family. It's the basis right. on yo, we're gonna interact with similar things. It would make more mm. sense and help us interact with things better if we compiled our experience and resources so that we could all individually do better as, but and that'll make us do better as a family. It's a win win,
1: right? Win win, right? I completely agree. Like, and let's um, going to like the industry in terms of tech, like. One of the things that I firmly believe is that, you know, if more of us were in there, the creativity would be through the roof. You feel me? Like you yeah. can't have in a room all, you know, all I no disrespect. You can't have a room, all Ivy League level, you know, people, you know, coming yeah. up with products and ideas, because at the end of the day, they're going to think similarly. You know what I mean? They're going to. Yeah, because they're uniform versus again, that's their community. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, versus versus having. Let's say that we get, you know, let's say that we get a room full of people. Someone's from Ivy League. Someone's from a community college. Someone didn't even go to college. You feel me? Like the level, like yes, there will be butting heads in regards to coming out with ideas and stuff. But the ideas that will come about will be a uh, much better than if you were thinking, you know, uniform. You feel me?
0: Because butting heads makes the idea stronger. Because if your idea isn't tested from a different perspective, how the hell are you going to reach different consumer bases? Damn right. <laughs> How the fuck are you gonna do business with other communities? Yeah, this market's cool, but how the fuck do you get to the rest of it?
1: Damn right. Damn right.
0: Especially in tech.
1: Mm-hmm. How the
0: fuck do you get some real money? Mm-hmm. Like like be real, like be fucking for real, bro. Like having a like having a fuck, you know what I mean? Like having a fucking diversified group of people that come from different socio socioeconomic backgrounds literally will propel your idea to new heights. Because you are you've covering your weaknesses because you can create and cultivate different types of consumer experiences. And if you can do that, that allows you to to retain and attract new customers, which is the hardest thing to do in business, because that is business. Exactly. Attracting and retaining customers. How well do you do that? And -hmm. if you don't do it well enough, it's probably because you don't reach enough. You don't reach enough different people. Because exactly. it's fucking impossible with eight billion motherfuckers on this bitch and a thousand dollar supercomputer in your motherfucking hand that you can't reach a thousand fucking people. <laughs> it's you're... fucking impossible. Ain't no, no way I'm ahead. Kidding. You just ain't doing it right. <laughs>
1: now you spitting facts. You spitting facts.
0: I'm sorry I get passionate about this shit because it's like because I'm one of those people in that young generation. I got a bunch of older motherfuckers flexing their money on me, telling me this and telling me that. Just about life in general, not 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 necessarily talking about tech, because a lot of the tech influencers, especially Black tech influencers, they're 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 great people. One, I love to shout out Bees, shout out Big Bees, bro. She's been that.
1: She's she's amazing. She what bro, she's doing right bro. now is incredible.
0: Straight grind team went the government went the DoD contractor way. Not fucking playing with these niggas. Grinded it out.
1: Yep. Grinded it all the way me. out. Not only mention, not only to mention, she's putting herself in positions where she can spread that game to as many people as possible, especially within our community.
0: Selling right. an affordable book on top of that. Yep. That literally, that literally includes a journal that helps people understand and create a budget, understand and write down and see the things they need to be doing. That's going to help them in their career. What she's mm-hmm. telling, what the information she puts out, something every American can do.
1: Mm-hmm. I but completely agree.
0: But I get so I get so pissed off because people that aren't like her, they're they're always showing you what they have, but they're stingy on how they got it. And to me, that makes me think you don't have it. Cause anybody that's really ever had to work for something in their fucking life, they are like, now I want, I damn they want to give this shit away, nigga. You know how hard uh-huh. this shit was? Yeah, I'm exactly. happy to be here, nigga. Fuck.
1: Yeah, exactly. exactly, exactly. It's just like look, man, you know, I struggled. I don't want people to, like I don't want people to go through the level of struggle. You feel me? Like I don't <laughs> like I don't want that. You know, yeah. Like some people, some people are selfish, and they're like, "Yeah, I struggle for this too, nigga. You gotta do, it. you gotta struggle too." And that—that's not the way you go about. It. That's not the way you build community. That's not the way we bring about generational
0: wealth. Uh, that's not among- the way you fucking got here, you selfish piece of shit. If you <laughs> listen to this, that's not even the way your ass was born. Everybody mm-hmm. that ever came before you was at least thinking about your motherfucking ass to make sure you was fed and clothed. And if it wasn't your biological po- folks, somebody came along because your ass didn't live long enough to be on the fucking phone listening to this goddamn interview. So somebody mm-hmm. gave a fuck about you out here, my nigga. So to say mm-hmm. you don't give a fuck about nobody else is some selfish, ruthless, vile, under, under just disgusted shit, and you should yep. be ashamed of yourself.
1: I, I can, com- <laughs> I completely agree with you, man. I completely agree.
0: And I honestly like, I get grimy like that because I, because. I was raised up in the in the in the rural south. That's is how you know somebody really loves you when they're communicating with you like that. Fuck, fuck mm-hmm. the social engineering for a second. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Fuck exactly. that. This is the truth. Then the way that you can damn show sure understand. It. If I knew how to curse in Spanish all the way like that, I would do it in Espanol. I swear to God. <laughs> but but it's I'm, bro. I'm I'm glad you share the same sentiments. And you and you're someone like, for example, we're, we're gonna get into Quick Maps in a second. That's what I want to ask you next. But yeah, for sure. I, I just want to give you, you know, I still want to give you your flowers on this, bro. Is that you've achieved something for you? Like, go ahead, throw that number at us, bro. How many downloads does uh your does your application Quick Maps have? It's
1: got over half a million downloads.
0: <laughs> you, you you see what I'm saying? So with somebody who has attained. A level of success like you said developing six applications up to this point and that and having one that has half a million users i I would imagine a, a great portion of that are recurring users i i'm i'm happy that you're not you don't you don't got the you don't got the damn brick wall with the barbed wire and the fucking electrified fish mode <laughs> with the piranhas in the water and shit. you really like yo this right. is what, this is what I've been doing. This is how you do this. It's like,
1: do yeah, it. That's not, that's not how I was raised. My, Come on, man. My like like I told you, my grandfather has over 20, I have over 20 aunts and uncles on my dad, on my dad's side alone, right? And my grandfather had to take care of all of them. Not to mention when my dad came here and you know, he started to get a little bit of money. You know, he's, he was sending money overseas to help him out. You know, he, he would always, he would be on the, like even today, like literally today, he'd be on the phone on WhatsApp you know, giving game. You know, <laughs> them, helping, yeah, helping them out, you know. He's not like gatekeeping, like, yeah, I made my way to America. Fuck y'all niggas. Y'all need to find your way to go about you, you it. You see
0: what I mean?
1: Yeah, he's not doing that. You know, he's always he's trying to make a way for his brothers and sisters. And that's 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 I mean, in my opinion, that's the way we should go about in building community. That that's that's what I feel,
0: you know. Picking each other up. If we pick each that's- other up, if we pick each other up, we can all stand together. Damn right. It, and it's it's that simple. Like um, you know, I've I I've, I've had to. I met I know a guy from Sierra Leone, and mm. he said he said sometimes he tell me he say he said, Mike, the best thing you can do is just be a part of the system. Mm. Like, America is the greatest. Like people, he's like he was pretty much him telling me people fight tooth and nail for this shit right here to come to America.
1: Damn right they do. Yeah, people, I don't yeah. think people like. Just a side note. Sorry, I don't want to like. No, 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 no. Because, you know, go get into
0: yo experience.
1: To get into into the like you don't understand being born in the United States is one of the biggest blessings that you can have, like regardless of your social economic status. Yes, you might be in poverty or stuff, but it's a blessing because you have opportunity to move up economic classes in a lot of places. It don't matter how hard you work, you know, you're not moving up. You're just not. And that's why people come here in the first place is because of the level of opportunity that is available to them that's why my dad worked his ass off in school to come here you know and i don't take that for granted one second and i wish that a lot of people knew how fucking hard it is to get into the states the the immigration system is broken damn near beyond repair and you know i just i really wish that you know people understood that yes you know it's like yeah we got our own problems yes it's hard out here you know, there's a lot of shit that we need to get fixed. But at the very least, there's opportunity.
0: And exactly, exactly. At the very least, if you if per- you get a purpose, you can wake your motherfucking ass up and work 80 hours a week at somebody's job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and fuck it. If you got to go to a weekly hotel, goddamn it, that's what you do. But as long as you make goddamn four hundred dollars a week, you still breaking even, baby. You know what I mean? Like you can mm-hmm. still in a year. With a, especially now with a phone, you can still say "fuck it." I'm gonna start a little mobile detailing business. Get you yep. around and be making fifty thousand dollars a year working for yourself. Yep. Like and 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 you gotta understand that you're in the top one percent of people that's ever existed ever, because mm-hmm. history is not nice, bro. So
1: <laughs> it's not
0: the history, not nice. You're talking about people that come from famine. You're talking about people that's a lost that's a that's a lost children. Brothers, sisters, uncles, aunties, and they fight tooth and nail just to be able to do anything in America. And -hmm. when they get here, they do it hard, and that's why they're winning Mm -hmm. because they care. But we have a community of people and a community and a a way of behaving where we act like we're not caring is the coolest thing, right? Yeah, that's it.
1: Yeah, that's what that's what attracted me to, um, because I was on Twitter for a good bit, but that's what really attracted me to uh, the folks that I follow on Twitter was I I was like, I saw bees and and Hugo and all them giving out game based on what they know, and what they come from. And I was just like, yeah, this is something that I rock with, you know, because, you know, none of that gatekeeping shit, none of that, you know, oh, you know, you you, I struggled, you got to struggle to none of that, you know, and I, I I that's what makes it very hurtful when there's a lot of scammers in this space, right? Because it's just like, yeah, you're getting We're money and stuff. You, but you're he- yeah, you're, you're, you. yeah, you're hurting your fellow man. You know, you're hurting their reputation. Like, even if, like, you know, they're not involved in scamming, or like, even if the person you're with is not involved in scamming, whatever, you're hurting their reputation. They're associated with a scammer. You feel me? Like, yeah. that, that, like... It's it's really fucking frustrating. You feel me?
0: It, it 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 is because, like you said, you're hurting your reputation, and you know people are already untrustworthy strangers because of the internet. People, you know, have home training, and morals, and values, and it's crazy that I mean, it's not crazy because you know human beings are human beings, but it's it to me, it's just cowardly.
1: No, I remember there was this uh, a couple of years ago when I was pretty deep into options trading and I was sharing what I knew or whatever. Uh, there was this one that guy that came into my DMs and he asked for resources and stuff. I sent him stuff, there was a broken link and he just went off on of me. He's like, "Oh, you going you fucking scamming me." Da, da, da. I'm like, "No, nick, I'm not scamming you." And then it turns out like there was an issue with the website or whatever. And I'm like, I asked him like, "Have you been scammed before like the way you're acting?" And he's like, "Yeah, I've been scammed before." Da, 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 da. And it's just like that level of protectiveness. Like if someone's vulnerable enough to come to you to ask for help, like morally what what compels you to like fuck them over? You feel me?
0: Like 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 come on, bro! Like 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 come on, bro! Like somebody actually is contacting a stranger on the internet, genuinely asking for some help. And and while oh and and albeit people can be like, yeah, that's dumb. Why you contact a stranger on the internet, anyways? But at the end of the day, bro, society is is made up of citizens, and and society is a reflection of the citizens. So mm-hmm. if the citizens would, would perform better behaviors the society, that's how the society would work. That's the society how, how, how it works. That's how it works mm-hmm. in concept, but not in real life, because people don't have a lot of people don't have those moral compasses and they don't care about other people.
1: Now, that's part of the reason why I rail hard on a lot of these socialists and stuff. Now, it's just like, do you know what the fuck you have? <laughs> like, first of all, like you can like the great thing about having an American passport is that you can easily get a visa to go anywhere you want. So yeah. go ahead go go visit a socialist country go go these places you know see if they got the level of innovation that we got you know see if they got the level of opportunity we got and then come back here and then report back I'm not saying that like there are not some successful socialist countries out there because there certainly are a few in in Europe and stuff but do they got the level of innovation that America got no they don't I'm not saying the U.S. or capitalism is perfect because it absolutely fucking is not like anyone who says it is 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 lying to you like they're they're just being dishonest but it is the one that has lifted the most people out of poverty it is the system that has provided a lot of people with opportunity
0: you know opportunity and comfort it's a it's provided people even though it may be small comfort for most people it's provided people with the comfortability to live and experience a life that is that has more of a focus on experiencing and exploration than mm-hmm. survival and escaping death and that's just that's just the point. That's just the basis of it, right? I completely agree. That's just the basis of it. But like, like we've been smashing questions, bro. We're at the, I'm at the end of my list, and I'm I'm glad that it's 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 developed to this point. Mm-hmm. One thing I would like to ask you with Quick Maps, because it definitely seemed like Quick Maps was the app location that you. Just struck struck lightning with nigga. Yeah, you know I mean, you just yeah, wow. You know yeah, I mean, I'm like nigga. Nope. You you had tweeted about it one day. I'm like, what? This means on the app store. Say okay. They, they, everybody on the T.O. was on that motherfucker for a week. I said, goddamn, he got him one.
1: Yep, that's uh, that was amazing. You know why? Because it was my first app that I ever released, like wow. ever. That that like I've worked on like stuff by myself and. Built my skills and stuff, and I've been doing that since like building that skill set since 2015. Mm-hmm. So 2020 for me to release something, and then when I did, it it ended up being really good. It ended up actually blowing <laughs> further than I could have ever imagined. Um, and to me, it 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 proved to me a variety of different. Like if I can make math of all things, bro, want to you, wanna you fail and, me? Yeah, play a math game then what else can i build
0: you know what i mean that that level of confidence the the level of one will it takes to pursue that and to the level of confidence that i'm hearing you exuber on the idea is is crazy and i just wanted to ask do you feel like the release of that project was kind of your your test of mastery like it was kind of like the test to get your black belt was it do you feel like everything that you encountered or experienced on your technological journey compiled and and fell into place for you like the system finally worked
1: it did but it also showed me how much more i got to learn too because i'm someone who always like like a lot of it encompassed everything that i've learned over the years and Mm -hmm. it it was like to see like when it was blowing up and stuff i just genuinely could not believe it and like i I was (laughs) like i can't express how shocked i was um but Again, it also taught me that I have a lot more to learn too, and I've learned a lot since then cuz I was 2020, 20, we're in 2023. Within that 3-year time frame, uh like I said, I released six apps. I I encountered things that I've never encountered before from a technological standpoint. Uh had to look I had to go to the documentation and read and and you know, I asked some people on the timeline, uh you know, shout out uh Kevin, um, I don't know um if you know them, but they're on, she's, uh, or she or they, they are a uh, incredible uh, Android developer and uh, they helped me out really well. And also Iman, uh, who's also a, uh, an, a, a mobile developer, he uses Xamarin um, and he also helped me out in a variety of different places where I was
0: struggling. Shout right? out to y'all again.
1: Yeah, so they, they really helped me. And um, you know, it, it's like, it was just amazing to see, like that was my test. And it was like, yes, this worked. Now let's, let's like, what's next? You know, let's keep pushing. You know what I mean? Because I can't just be satisfied with, oh, quick maths is great, da-da-da, this and that. And yes, I released the standalone version. And some people might say, oh, well, yeah, it has some new stuff, but it might not be as different as the iMessage version. But to me, it was just like, all right, get that out there and then focus on some of the shit that, like, I've told you one of the projects that I'm working on, one day y'all going to see it told you about one of the projects that I'm working on and there's other stuff in the pipeline as well. I'm working with augmented reality and stuff like that. So, you know, that's like, you know, yes. Enjoy the moment bask in it, but also you got to keep pushing. It's not, you can't like success is not a a destined, like, it's not like once you get somewhere, it's just like, all right, I made it. It's over. Like everything's all good. You know, you got to keep pushing.
0: Yeah. Because, because like you said, it's a, it's a moment. Exactly. The moment
1: it's a fleeting moment. And also the great, the thing about mobile apps too, is that, you know, it can pass, you know, engagement can go down, you know, your daily active users can go down and, you know, the amount of ad revenue that you're getting goes down and stuff like that. And it's just like, and it, there's nothing you could do about it. People just get tired of shit, you know, especially with the short attention span that we have in this society now. So it's just like, all right, move to the next shit.
0: Yeah. But and under, but telling yourself that upfront front helps you, helps you be prepared and roll with the punches Mm -hmm. so when it comes to application development what are some ways that someone who's interested can monetize the process yeah that's a good question so
1: the great thing about mobile app development is that there there are a variety of options that are available to you uh the most obvious one is advertisement right um and with advertisement uh there's a lot of different networks that are out there there's app loving there's Uh, Google AdMob, there's, um, there's uh, in mobile, there's all these different uh, networks that you can use in order to display ads on your application. And, um, you know, within Quickmaster, I actually use a a combination of a variety of these different networks in order to maximize the amount of revenue that I can get. Um, So these people actually bid uh, on ad space within the app, and then, you know, the highest bidder gets the space. Um, So that's one way you can go about it. Um another way is you can do in app purchases right? so um, you know a lot of people are less resistant to paying for an app even if it's ninety nine cents uh so you could at least make the app available for free or you can have certain features that are locked that are behind a paywall and you can have if users find uh the value proposition to be beneficial they they can pay for that um and lastly you can you can if you end up creating an application that is really fucking good like that is the value proposition to someone's life is exponential. You could charge for the app and people will pay people will pay you for it. Like I've like and you know it gone are the days of like frivolous apps where you could release like a you know fucking gun. Like the I don't know if you remember on the iPod touch that gun. Yeah. App. Yeah. The, gone are the days where you can make shit like that and you can make a million dollars off it. You, no, when, you gotta make something of value. Um and it's I'm very fortunate that I grew up and built the skills over the years to understand what is of value to someone's life and what isn't, you know? And that, that's really, in technology, that's what I really take a look at is, does this improve someone's life exponentially or even marginally? And what, what is the fair way to go about monetizing from that, you know? And um, that, that's, that's really something that I keep in mind uh, in any product that I'm working on. Uh Quick Maths is free. You can download it. You can play it. Everyone has the same experience. You could be the be- you can be the best player in the game and not spend a single dime. But there's also ads in there. If you don't want to see the ads, you pay to get them removed. Like I make money both ways. Either you're you're using the app, I, I get I, you're using the app and you don't pay a single dime, I get money from the advertisement. Uh if you want to get the ads removed, I get money from that too. So, uh, there's a lot of ways to monetize on uh on mobile apps and uh you know, that's something that You know, I feel if you do, if this is something that in lane that you seriously want to take, by all means, like that, those are the options that are really available to you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for the elaboration, bro. Um, Has it been a detail is that that your, um, is that your will, but has it been a profitable experience for you? Uh, The monetization of your app, like, especially with your ass. Yeah,
1: it's been profitable because I didn't spend money on making it. Like I built like, everything. <laughs> come on, I man. I didn't spend a dime. All I did was use my skills. You know, max
0: profit, max yeah, profit.
1: It was time. Like, I guess the investment was time, but I think based on the time that I've put in on the iMessage version, as well as the standalone, I think the amount of money that I've made so far is well worth it. Um, and, you know, again, like not every app is going to be a hit. Let's put it that way. Not many, like most apps that are published on the app store people don't even take a look at it let's be for real um it it, so i got lucky in that well i don't want to say luck because there was a lot of skill involved whatever. but i was very fortunate that you know that tweet ended up going viral and people ended up downloading it and it caught the attention of apple and stuff like that um but i'm not i don't believe that it was i don't believe it was a fluke one second i believe that a lot of me needed
0: it yeah
1: (laughs) I believe that a lot of the things that are coming about will prove that to to a lot of people that it was not a fluke and um, and they're a lot bigger in scale. Like that's a fun game, but it proved to me an important lesson, which is that if I can make a math game fun, what else can I build?
0: (laughs) Exactly, bro, dude, I I know I'm excited to see where you take everything and I can't wait to do this interview a year from now. and then two years from now, and just see you know, the progress because man, just, just seeing it, just seeing it from, you know, our interacting with you on Twitter has, has been crazy. And I'm man, glad that everything's worked out for you.
1: Man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for, thank you for believing in me. First of all, because when, well, you know, there was a time when nobody believed in me except for my family. Uh, right. and one of my best friends with my closest friend, which I, I told you about earlier. Um, you know, they they were the only people that like really believed in me. And, uh, uh, you know, I just, just, I don't take that for granted one second.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that's why you're winning, man. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're winning because you're grateful. you you stay true to your process and you will, you let it take the, you let it take the time it took. Um, That's something I'm fighting right now. My youth is letting things take the time they take, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm getting better at it. No, bro. Like I because, said, Of stories like yours because of doing these interviews, because damn, like by doing this, by by doing this, I have to be able to understand what these people are talking about. So I have to be able to make sure that I'm reflecting the things I'm talking about and publishing out to the world. I have to be I have to make sure that I'm that I'm living that I'm living my life in a way that encourages me to be more skillful and more disciplined and more thoughtful into everything I do. And I'm yeah. grateful to have the opportunity to publish stories about people's experience. I feel like, I feel like it's one of the greatest honors in the world.
1: Yeah, man, I, I'm truly honored to, to, to be able to talk to you, uh, you know, especially on a public platform. Uh, hopefully the people that are listening to this can uh, soak up the stuff, the, the variety of different topics that we talked about and really ingrained it in them to, uh, to help them out on their own journey. Um, but, you know, we're, we're still on our journeys and we're still, we're still hustling out here. We're still trying to get it. And uh, eventually we will. that That's thats my mindset.
0: Yeah. And and as I couldn't find a thing of a better way to um, conclude our episode here. If you're listening, man, stay true to yourself, but write a code. The first thing you should do as an adult over the age of 18 years old is have a code of ethics and a code of behaviors and morals. Yeah, I'm right. Set it up to be changed, set it up to expand, but have a code, have a way to do things because it is not what you do, but how you do it. That defines who you are. So never, ever, ever believe that because you participate in an activity, whether good or bad, that gives you the den- denomination of being that activity. You are mm-hmm. always a participant. You were never the game myself. So always stay true to the process. Always know your role. Live my fucking grindy, nigga yep all right but it's it's been wonderful having you on bro
1: yeah man i thank you man i, I really meant every word
0: <laughs> yeah uh man I, I appreciate it bro i appreciate it and you know it's the same here man it's all love. Uh, yeah, anything sure. else any, anything else you want to put a cherry on top man
1: uh no I, I pretty much said everything that was uh what that was in mind but i think the the one thing i'd like to say is you know don't give up you know stay on your journey just just don't give up you know if that's something if you're if you're into something that you truly believe in you know don't give up don't don't listen to the naysayers and the haters or
0: whatever just keep pushing yep keep motherfucking pushing nigga all right y'all i hope it was a good one hope you take this motivation to go do something and wash your ass nigga i can smell you through the motherfucking earphones